I've had my life changed several times by a burger. Hey, welcome to episode 59 of Front Seat Gamer. I'm Nick. This week I'm with Severn. Hey, Nick. And Blake. What's up? And special guest, but you've been here before, Ryan. How's, how's it going? Pretty good, thanks. I'm trying to remember if you were here while I was here. I don't think you were. Uh, yeah, no, you weren't here. Yeah. I was, we were here with Ed as well. The animator. Guy. Ed the animator. That guy's the worst. Whoa. Oh, wait. Ed? Yeah. Yeah, I, I hate that guy. Huh. <laughs> uh, so uh, normally we start off with what we've been playing. Okay. Uh, I've been working a ton, so I haven't been playing much. I've yeah. been playing some some random mobile phone games as usual. I like to explore what's new and and find stuff that's good. Okay. And I usually don't find stuff that's good. I just find garbage. How about you guys? Um, yeah, I've been I've been playing a new game. Tell us about it, man. Okay. He's, I, I'm just, you can't hear it, but he's sitting there with the smuggest smile on his face. No, it's not, there's, there's, nothing, there's nothing smug about this game. Okay, so I've been playing this game, and uh, it's called Thea the Awakening. Wait, Thea? Thea, T-H-E-A. Thea. Thea, okay. Thea sure. the Awakening. It's a terrible, terrible name. You know, we had a game called Path of Exile: The Awakening. Yeah, I know, but I, 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 I seriously think that like games that have like The Awakening or The Reckoning or Origins are just like the most generic sounding. <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> I can't comment on that. Uh, so tell us about Thea: The Awakening. Um, okay, so uh, it's um, okay. It looks like a. Uh, it sort of presents itself like a four X game. Okay. Um, it's got very Civ sort of uh, in like map. It's got like hexes that you move your units and and uh, and stuff on. And there's like a, a little city that you start off with. But it's um, it's it's kind of uh, it's kind of it's kind of a cross between a survival game and a um, and a Civ game and it's and a text adventure. Okay. Yeah. So you start off. Um, you got your little village. Yeah. And you 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 tell all your your guys to like uh, do certain jobs. Uh huh. Right. Um. But then Sever, you. By the way, is just laughing. I don't know why. <laughs> I, I don't know how Blake finds these games. <laughs> yeah. How did you find this game? I'm before, always before curious. You, I don't. I don't remember. I don't remember how I found it. Um. But you. When did you start playing it? No, I had it, I've had it all just this week, but I had it in my watch list for like oh, a couple of weeks, okay, okay. and I don't actually remember how I first found it. Okay, I think I must have just seen it on like YouTube or something, and then because I did watch it on YouTube first and was like, oh yeah, this game seems interesting, mm. right? Um, but it's um, it's a game that's like you don't really uh, do any sort of empire management because you've only got one town, so all you're doing is like growing this town. Yep. Um. And what you do to move around the map is you create um, expeditions. So you've got all you got these uh, villages. You got, and they've all got like different sort of classes that they're kind of uh, assigned at birth, sort of thing. And they've got tons of different stats, and you equip them with gear individually. Um, and then you create a uh, 
you, you'll create like a expedition of some of these guys to go out and you have to give that expedition enough food and enough um, wood to, to keep their campfire going. And then it tells you how many turns. They can't get wood bother on their They can. They can. Okay. Um, and they can get food. But you're not, that's not guaranteed. Right. Right. Because you don't know what's out there. Sure. Um, and so you send them out and they'll, there's like little, uh, you start off seeing like little um, ruins and things like that around the map. So you go into there and you have a little text adventure and it'll it'll tell you what you find and what you've uh, encountered um, and then how to, you decide how to deal with it. Um, and then it goes into like this combat thing with like, with with like cards but that, that's like honestly that's some bullshit what that's some bullshit the their 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 combat system is is not great so but luckily there's an auto resolve so i just okay. hit that so i'm i'm really just playing the that sort of thing you're as playing a, the text adventure uh, yeah i'm playing the part. text adventure part yeah. you know um and that and that's great and like uh events will pop up um in your town or with that expedition of um uh, there was one where like this giant frog was like sneaking about my because uh, this is set in a fantasy world. Uh-huh. Um, it's actually it's set in a sort of a, uh, a post-apocalyptic world that is sort of starting to recover. So you're kind of like bringing civilization back. Okay. Um, which so you, you're chasing a giant frog. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. This this event pops up saying that this giant frog has been sighted around yep. your your um, settlement and um, you've got a whole bunch of options um, of what of what to do with them. And a lot of those options are based on the stats of the people that are still in your settlement. Okay. So it sounds um, a lot like um, FTL has some similar okay. components to it. Have you ever played FTL? I haven't played FTL. Okay. Good I know game. FTL though. Um, you basically hit random events yeah. and uh, you'll have some options and sometimes you'll have extra options based on the stats of the crew. Yeah, it's exactly like that. Yeah. It's exactly like that. Um, yeah, and um, yeah, like, I mean, with this frog, there was a whole bunch of different things to pick and um, could one... you write it? No, you couldn't write it. Uh, the, the one I picked, for example, was just uh, yeah, just leave it. Just leave it. And the thing is that if, if you leave it, it turns out it's a this mythical like folklore frog that eats undead. So you're like, oh, that's great. My <laughs> my my settlement's now protected, got a much higher protection from undead because in the past I was getting events where undead were attacking the the city and and I had to like do a little text adventure of what to do with that. Okay. Um yeah, and uh it's it's uh, is it good? Are you enjoying it? It is good. It is good. I really do enjoy it, but the 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 thing that's kind of bumming me out is that I can I can feel that this is this studio's first game. Mm. And Wait, it, what's uh, what's the studio? Do you know? Oh, I I should have looked it up because it's got a weird name. Okay. It's like Mew Mew or something. I'll look it up for you. Yeah. Um. But I can I I can definitely tell that it's like this company's like first game. Yeah. Um. But they've they've started on the second, and the stuff that they're talking about where you can build. You, you can build new settlements. I'm really excited about because that seems to be the thing that it's it's la- it it's missing in this. Right, is that you only have this one settlement and you're just managing that, and that becomes it's not even that hard to manage. Like once you get on a roll, it's kind of just running automatically. Yeah. Um. So what you really want to do is then take some of those villages, make a little um expedition, send them off to somewhere where there's more resources. Mm. 
and then make a town there, but you can't do that in the game. What what you what you do do with the res- with the expeditions is you uh, what's that? You said you do. I did say do do. <laughs> <laughs> what you do do yeah. uh-huh. is uh, take these expeditions. You you can uh, take them to areas of different resources and you create a camp and then in that camp they'll harvest you tell them to gather the resources but then the thing is once they've gathered what you think is enough you have to manually tell them to uh break up camp and then manually uh path them back to the town Mm. to to deliver those resources okay so it's just like it's it's almost awesome, mm, but, but it's just, just got these little things that are like, ah, if stuff. this was, yeah, if yeah, this was... Bad if, card combat. Yeah, like bad card combat, yeah. like which I don't even engage with. The developer, by the way, is called Muha. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Muha Games. Um, but yeah, it's really cool. And w- something I actually really, really like is that all the text adventure is voiced. Oh, that's uh, cool. It's all voice acted. And also the crazy thing is... It's all the same voice actor for everything. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, which I don't know. I still really like it because you're, it's like you're being told a folktale right. by this, cool. this one person who mm. will do all the voices. It's great. Uh, do they do good voices? Or is it kind of like... Is it cringy? Is it Zelda cringy? It's... it's uh, I don't know. I. It's not as cringy as you'd think. Okay. It's fine. They don't go... They don't try to do any crazy crazy voices like uh-huh. they're, they're not like really like uh you know they're not really like camping it up kind of thing right. you know they're just they the voices are within their ability to do you know okay. they're, they're sticking within their sure. ability they're not like reaching too far for, yep. for weird voices so the thing is some voice some people's voices do sound the same <laughs> because of this because it's one right. guy <laughs> yeah uh ryan have you been playing anything uh, yeah, I've played a few new games recently. What have you been playing? Um, one's called Oxygen Not Included. Okay. By, I think that's pronounced Clay Entertainment. The people who make uh, Don't Starve. Oh, okay. cool. Yeah. So I, I, try, I, I knew some people who got really, really, really into Don't Starve. And I played a little bit of it. And I learned I don't like survival games. <laughs> yep, yep. Um, this one's also a survival game. But instead of uh, you surviving with your character, it's kind of like a base management thing where you have um, citizens that warp in and you tell them to do stuff. Okay. Um, so I don't really understand the setting. Um, I don't know if it's underground or on some space rock or something, but you're, you're deep in some sort of planetoid asteroid object or something like that, and there's like very little oxygen um, in, the, in, in the place that you're in, and you're basically like digging through the ground, trying to find resources. and Trying uh, to free up some oxygen. Yep. And... Uh, basically build uh, structures and beds and, um, you know, like toilets and food making and research stuff right. for, your, for your little citizen guys. Um, and the interesting part is the fact that, like, the rooms you want to go to will have, like, different amounts of level of, like, lack of oxygen or look, too much carbon. So oh, you don't want to dig into a vacuum. Yeah. Um, I presume, anyway. I haven't actually tried it. I feel like that would be a terrible idea. Right. Um, and then you also don't want to go too much into the carbon areas because you might poison all your oxygen. So you can yeah. you can tell what areas you're digging into. Um, when when you have vision on the area, which you you have like a light radius, right? You can hover your mouse over the oxygen in the area, and you'll have like some stats telling you about what what's the makeup, of what's oh, in there. Okay, sort of thing. Cool. So like you'll find algae deposits, which which are like areas of oxygen, and you can go in there to, to get some free oxygen in there. And then you can harvest the algae and yep. kind of like process it or turn it into terrariums that'll just give up 
off a small amount of oxygen. Oh wow! Mm. So it's kind of like a different kind of food, sort of thing. Is this is this like two D? Yep. Yeah. Uh, two yeah. dimensional. Like um, um, side on. It's yep. More like of, like Terraria. Is yeah, yeah. I was just thinking. Of yeah, 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 yeah. But it's got the the don't starve art style that looks right. looks really good. Oh wow! Interesting. Um, and then there's also like this power thing as well. Um, where you create buildings and structures to generate power. Like one of the first one you get is like a mouse wheel and you get your little people to run in it. And so they <laughs> okay, just, good. they sit there and run it. And then you have to like build the cabling from, from that machine to power everything else. Yeah. Stuff oh, like that. And you build massage tables, which are basically just tables that your guys lie on. And then there's like giant hands with arms that basically punch the oh shit out of <laughs> these guys. And what lying what down does and, that do? Um, just oh, stress. Stress is another axis of, so there's oxygen, ah. stress and food and, um, waste and sleep all these different axes of survival oh shit what do you do with the waste um so you have to build a place for them to do the thing yeah um and that also has a a capacity (laughs) in there that builds up and then you have to do something with it after yeah um so you can take it out and empty and dump it somewhere but that creates more carbon i suppose right um so that becomes poisonous so you have to put it into a cavern you have to seal it into a cavern (laughs) so you have a seal and then you you send people in there um who, who process that stuff into stuff you can use, I right. suppose. Like fertilizer for growing plants yep. underground. Mm-hmm. Um, a job to have. Yeah. And the tough thing is, is like when you have it in that room, it starts to become poisonous. So the people that run in there and do stuff have to hold their breath oh my God. while they're working. So you can see that they're like, yep. their little faces are like puckered up. Uh, <laughs> and then they run out and then breathe and run in. Is there no suits that they can uh, wear, There may like... be suits, but um, it's quite primitive at the beginning. So right. you, you have very little. So the, at the start of the game, they're always constantly running back to their... Yep. The oxygen supply that you start with. Wow. This reminds me a little bit of, uh, at least in terms of uh, the theme of the the overarching theme of why you're trying, where where and why you're trying to survive. Sounds a little bit like a book called Seven Eves. I don't know if you've heard of it, but um, premise of the book is the Earth has uh, the, the moon has exploded and. Uh, Chunks of it will fall onto Earth, and and basically all life on Earth is probably going to be wiped out. And they calculate that humans have about two years to plan some way to allow for the race, the human race, to survive. And so there's like a a space station that is latched onto an asteroid that they're slowly burrowing into to for resources and to expand functionally the space station. Um, it's quite a good book. So yeah, it's cool. worth reading. Mm. Um, T- tell you what, Ryan, vacuum. The toilet, get get some vacuum stuff in the toilet, so so your boys don't have to deal with your deal with waste. You're describing an airplane toilet. Uh, I'm describing, <laughs> but it's yeah. it's not it's not like <laughs> a whole bunch of free yeah. space that you can like dump stuff into. Mm. It's just a cavern that has literally zero oxygen in it. That's what the vacuum is. Yeah. Okay. That's why. That's why. That's how I mentioned vacuums work. So if you dig into that vacuum, it, it'll probably just suck all the oxygen yeah, out. Yeah. Mm. But then, I don't know, maybe it'll normalize, but then what you'll end up having right. is, is two rooms oxygen. with yeah. with severely reduced oxygen. Mm. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. Makes sense. Uh, is it fun or is it just stressful? It is. When I started playing it, it was very early in alpha, like early enough that they didn't even advertise it on okay. the store. The only way to find it on Steam was if you specifically knew how to find the URL. Right. Oh, wow. Um, how did you know how to find the URL then? Um, I just had a friend who was like, check this thing out, and he clicked on it, and oh, wow. I went there. And I, you can't, you, it's not on the store anyway. They, they, they started advertising it actually um, two days ago. That was when I got the first actual announcement on oh, Steam, cool. saying that it's now in early access. Um, but before, when I was playing it uh, mm. about, about a month ago, you couldn't find it. Um, it's, it is quite fun though. But um, 
I can tell it's got that whole, I haven't even uh, breached the surface on what you can do with it. Cause I've seen like ice rooms and um, yeah. like burning rooms. And then there are certain types of monsters with that you're supposed to harvest for things and I'm oh, too wow. scared to approach them sort of thing. So I'm not even near what this I'm definitely sounds more interesting to me than don't starve was, but this also sounds a lot like Terraria to some extent. Yeah. But it's a God game. So they're right. not really you. Right. So that's one, okay. one, that's one that makes thematic it. difference. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Um, and you get one new guy that pops in through the portal, like every oh. 20 minutes or so. Okay. That's cool. So when you get new people arriving, you have to, Oh wait, so is that, account. is that guaranteed that you'll get new people? Yeah. There's a timer on the portal saying, ah. when Oh, that's the other cool thing. When you start the game, um, you have control over like that. I completely forgot this part. E- each person has traits so that they have, they have their gender, they have their look, which is entirely cosmetic. And then you have, um, it's like one of those cards. I, f- I feel like it's like a D and D thing where they have a positive trait and a negative trait. Oh uh, yeah. And then they've got a bunch of stats, which, yep. which make them good at certain things like, uh, strength or smarts. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like, uh, so, like some of the negatives will be narcolepsy. So these people just, <laughs> just randomly fall over and pass out. Um, I really think <laughs> that this type of like, cause that's, uh, that, that comes from like Dwarf Fortress. Like I, I think that that sort of thing where every every little guy has his unique like stats i think that's becoming like a new thing that like the new genre kind of thing like there's a lot of hyper detailed yeah yeah cuz uh, i mean that game i was talking about has that exact same thing and there's like other games on steam that have like right. that sort of thing like uh what's that one i mean this has been around for quite a long time yeah like, but it's just sort of coming to the forefront now, I think. Uh, there's that um, that space tactics game that whose name now escapes me, but um, you you play like an Earth defense organization that, and aliens. Oh, the thing with the giant ants? Is that what you're talking about? I don't think so. What oh, thing okay. with giant- there's, there's a thing with giant ants called like Earth Defense Force, and you fight giant ants. Oh, uh... That sounds familiar. Yeah, that was like a Counter Strike mod or something, right? I no, it was its own game. Really? Yeah, yeah. It was on like PlayStation or something. Yeah, sounds terrible. It yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was known for being pretty terrible, but so terrible that it's fun. And no, I'm I'm talking about the one that they made a, a terrible first person shooter of, uh, like maybe five years ago. I can't believe I've forgotten the name right now. Spore. Sure, we'll we'll say it was Spore. <laughs> no, it wasn't Spore. Um, uh, well, well, we'll move on. Damn it, man! Um, now anyway, <laughs> there was there. Were, it's 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 been around for a while. There there are lots of games where like you have your suite of of sort of randomly generated mm. characters who have a range of attributes and yeah. traits, um, and those are quite cool. And I I I've played a few of those games before, and I really enjoy them up to a point where the team becomes unmanageable. Yep, and those traits become. Uh, functionally useless yeah like yeah uh, even actually the uh the fallout bunker game right had something like that right it, all your dudes have traits and you can upgrade their traits and their traits have an influence on their role within the bunker mm. but at some point your bunker gets so big that it becomes like untenable to manage yeah. the traits and do things efficiently well, it, it, it will become it, it will become it so it big it will become so big where and and so sort of uh, you're generating so many resources that you need that it, you don't need to micromanage like yeah. people's like you don't need to do the most optimal you don't need to put the 
most optimal person in the most optimal right. job because you've just got enough people who are yeah. high enough skill that it just yeah. doesn't matter. It, it could just be a thing though where like the the people you start off with uh like the starting circumstances of the game and, and mm. the, just the main challenge of those traits could just be how you tackle your initial challenges mm. and yep. they become irrelevant later on but it's it, it's still part of the game yeah yeah I, I i would enjoy if that was intentionally phased out as you advanced and not if it, phased if it, out because it just becomes too annoying if if it uh if it was phased out but then also like um sort of group stats became a thing you know so like you are still managing like you you, gen- you you tie them into a party and you yeah yeah rather than like yeah. micromanaging every single little person you're like all the all, all the people doing the harvesting now have like a group set of stats that you manage and you're managing these larger groups you're micromanaging these larger groups of people i don't um, know another way of handling random... that would be to have rules set up in place that then automate where these workers go yeah like, the highest people, the highest intelligence people go here, then here, mm. then here, and and like you just you sort of cascade this. Yeah. The highest strength people go here, then here, then here. Because then then you've really made a civilization that's just so running so well and so automated yeah. that everyone knows what to do. There's well, systems in place. Not and... just that, but then you can you can you have room to do things like uh, these people have defected, and mm. like you, it's now you can you can manage different kinds of problems yeah. and. and uh, you That's... can move on to like the 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 sort of problems that a larger, uh, more organized society tends to have. That's uh, what I really like in Stellaris, where um, that's crazy when when they do that. Yeah. When when you're um, you start off micromanaging your planets, yeah. and then you get to a certain point where um, it's too many planets to micromanage, but you then sector off. Right. At, you you make like a a region, and yeah. uh, you give that person you give that region like a governor who has a bunch of stats. And then you can tell that region broadly what to do, like focus on research, focus right, on this, right, focus right. on that. And then you're then worrying about empire-wide stuff rather than specific planet stuff. Right. You know? Yeah. I mean, that sounds great. Yeah. Um, I should play Stellaris. Yeah. I also you, like you how in Stellaris, like if, if your people don't agree with the way that you're uh, governing your empire, you'll start they'll start creating factions within themselves. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's the, that's that. been the new thing like they really overhauled the whole faction system where um the factions can um oh, I don't know exactly but like they can really pressure you into actually changing your whole government. Yep. So I I that's picked the um the angry humans. Yeah. As my starter. Um the angry humans. Yeah, yeah. So there are human two human races, one which like the like like a left wing thing, and then you've got like a like a, a warlike sort of people. You know, uh-huh. people like everyone else, like, like xenophobes, I, you, basically. You, yeah, you got the you, you got left wing for one group, <laughs> and then notably called well, the other group. Okay, something so different. I, I say I say left wing because the first one's kind of <laughs> like we love everybody. Yeah, everyone's our friend. One's just right. everyone can come to our country. We trust every alien dippy, species dippy ever. Pinkos. Yeah, pretty much. Yep. Yeah. Um, well, and I was like, I'm gonna go with the uh, the. Uh, xenophobic humans because i feel like xenophobes yeah because i feel like i will be safer in that group and when i'm exploring this fast right i don't don't want any gullible people and that's a a fair enough assessment because you don't know what's out there like you don't want to automatically trust every alien that you come across well we know which side you're on blake yeah well (laughs) well the thing is i I would be naturally trusting so i picked this this race because like maybe maybe these people will bring me in line right? right but what i didn't actually expect is they actually would i wasn't expecting that at all I still thought I would still have some control yeah. over my my relationships with other alien races, 
but it turns out I, I kind of really don't because being part of these people and like politically pressured, yeah. I don't, I have to, I have to fit this role that I'm playing, which right. is kind of cool. So when I meet a new alien, they're the only, I get five different options to say hello. Um, and they're all just like variants of fuck off. Oh man. Wow. So it's basically that you are the, the governing leader of a group of people who have specific wants and desires. And as the like representative for them, you have to act on those wants and desires. And if you don't, they rebel. Yeah, and and they have started because that's, that's awesome. because I'm still learning the game and I'm I'm not I'm not really good at building up armies like right. the, uh, only two hours in my people are starting to get restless mm. and they're like why aren't we why aren't we out there being the shit out of everyone right now? So well, you can also awesome. it can also go in the other direction. Like if you start interacting more and more with alien civilizations, you'll I, I, a, a faction of um, xenophiles will probably pop up that then are like pressuring you to do more more inclusive stuff and then if they get big enough they could over, like you they could force you to change your entire government it's that's crazy. interesting that you are sort of to some extent at the whim of the people who you're yeah governing. it i really like it like the the old faction system was like nothing like that it's it's right. it's so much this better sounds, now this sounds very very interesting I, mm. I think i'm gonna have to pick this up i've uh i was recently playing a hive mind and they have no factions at all because you're just one dude <laughs> <laughs> I kind of like that as well. Though. Yeah. <laughs> Severn, does this game interest you? A little bit. What if I pick it up, you pick it up, uh, these two already have it, mm. and we do a multiplayer section? Wait, what are you talking about? Stars. Oh, okay. Uh, no, I'm not that <laughs> Well, you know, as we've been... As soon as it gets like, to that kind of competition thing, oh, I, I'm, I can't well, do it. That, that, you don't have to compete is the thing. Oh, yeah? work together we can all collaborate yeah. right yeah we've been we've been playing stellaris at work on uh every second friday i've heard about it yeah and like uh we we were forming federations we were generally like pretty good mm. um it never got to the point where it was like a full-on galactic war mm. not really uh, you did aggressively go after one player well yeah because he was very aggressive to yeah. begin with he yep. he did tell everybody Yep, he told but everyone how aggressive was. he was going to be, so he just so set himself up. He was pretty salty about how you won, how you won that in the end. Well, well like, because Blake, Blake beat everyone. Uh, like, the way I heard it was Blake was <laughs> funding the war against him without actually participating. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, that was, that's pretty sly. That was yeah. pretty awesome. And, like, you'd go back to your desk and he would, he'd still be salty about it for the next that's 10 great. minutes. It was, that was, that was really awesome yeah. Yeah, that, that you could do that. Yeah, it's that's, you, that. That is actually my favorite thing to do in Stellaris is to fund wars against players that I don't want to get. Must feel really, uh, really empowering. Yeah, you, it was you, great. You used to be able. I mean, I think you could do that in Civ, right? You, yeah, you, you, sure. could, you could send troops and money to the city oh, states yeah, that yeah. would um, that were I, aggressive. I, in in Stellaris, I don't think you can actually like give people troops, but okay. if you see that there's like a war happening and you want one side to win, you can just start sending the money and they because they're at war will just build more and more ships this to fight is, the war but, but how exactly. much money were you sending were you, were i was you, sending thousands of uh were you like gutting yourself doing this uh not really because i i feel like whenever i gave tribute and civilization i never really saw that much of an impact uh, right i was just hurting myself yeah on the scamble well I, maybe I that's never a, really saw a payoff. That, that, there were um, certain organizations there's certain there's i think the romans had a uh benefits for for functionally funding city states, uh, and you could potentially send them enough money and troops that they would be able to f not just like defend against, but also um, 
fight back your enemies. Um, uh, it, it obviously like you don't have direct control of those units, so you also don't have direct control over their politics. So if they decide to like settle their differences with your enemy, you, you've just lost all of that. So there's a risk there, but there's also like the benefit is uh, you can take aggressive action against an enemy without overtly taking aggressive action. Yep, it's uh, passive aggressive. So action. it does. It does. Uh, you it it could work, but it was it was always a bit of a gamble. Well, I mean, the uh, it, I think it just comes down to how smart the AI is. Yeah, it depends on the difficulty you play. Yeah, on as well. Because um, I mean, in, in Stellaris, if if they're just at war, it's pretty much guaranteed that any mo- extra money they have will be put towards building a fleets. Um, if I just sent the money in in peacetime, I don't know what they're doing with it. Yeah. I always got really frustrated. I don't know, maybe I was playing it wrong, but whenever I played like uh, Civilization with AI, they never had money. Ever. They were always dead broke. Like, oh, less really? than $100 oh, yeah. all the time. Shit. And I'm like, well, what's wrong with Did they you? just play on some weird optimization where they're just like... Const- like efficiently spending their yeah, money yeah, all yeah. the time? Yeah. Maybe that's the thing. But they that's just whenever things went wrong, they had nothing right. to fall back on. Right, they'd be like, they didn't have that nest. Please, huh. let's end this war. I'll give you all four of my gold. <laughs> yeah, pretty oh, much, <laughs> pretty much. And then you know, they'd, they'd lose the war, and all of a sudden they'd be in debt. Yeah, um, with no gold, and they'd have <laughs> be losing more per turn oh. than than they had, and then they'd have zero gold for the rest oh, of the game. Yeah. Like, you suck. I was, I, I, I think that I, I must have mentioned the last time I played um, Civ, the way I was waging war with people was just buying their cities <laughs> i always found that like a real hazard to do in civ because even if you just bought one city they would yeah. hold that against you yeah for the rest of the game but then you just keep buying more of their cities and then <laughs> they're like oh i'm only one city now <laughs> and it doesn't matter yeah so Vern, what have you been playing uh, not not too much nick yeah, it's probably not even worth talking about Okay, <laughs> where, where you at in uh, where you at in uh, Horizon? Jeez, I, I took over a bandit camp. I'm heading out towards the top middle of the map. Okay, this is after after uh, climbing a tall tower. Um, classic, yeah. classic open world. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Doing, doing what was at the top of the tower? Ubisoft shit. Uh, I I shouldn't say because it would be a spoiler type oh, thing. Man. Oh man, oh man. Okay. But you know what? I did play a little uh, Grand Theft Auto last week. Oh yeah, the. Uh, the the good the good game the good game the one good game <laughs> yep uh oh did you like that game they they did some they did some pretty cool shit um huh. with their online thing it, it's gone to the point where <laughs> the, I like, like that you're like here's a, you might not have known this but Rockstar makes some pretty cool things <laughs> well it, it's like, like they live they, they do some cool online stuff sorry go on well, well, they're, they're doing like wacky shit it, uh, it almost feels like micro machines oh uh, wow so you, you're they've got this online racing mode where you can jump and like use a parachute so you've got these huge ramps <laughs> that you can that then cool. jump off and then to make the jump you actually have to use a parachute halfway oh, through to like uh, glide towards the, the landing pad did, yeah, um, incorporate into it do you ever have any interest in playing just cause Nope, because I mean that's that... basically what that is. Yeah. yeah. Oh, they've got parachutes. Oh yeah, and 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 uh, wing gliding suits. How's their multiplayer? Grappling hooks, mm-hmm. all sorts of stuff. Grappling hooks. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They got if if you want to do like um I've forgotten the word, but whatever that word is is a verb. Extremely high mobility. Exactly you want. Um, <laughs> yeah. They've, they've got a lot of like cars. extremely <laughs> high mobility cars and parachutes. Mm. Um, there's also a, a game from several years ago called Crackdown, 
which was all about like extreme mobility in an open world. Yeah, I didn't look for that kind of thing in an open world. I, I need except to here you are bragging about how cool it is. You've got also mobility in Rockstar's online game, and it looks good. That's yeah. the important thing. Yeah, the main thing is it needs to look good first thing, and and right. then it can do cool shit. Okay, it needs to be like. Picasso in that way where <laughs> we uh, we uh, a good, you're an actual good artist and then you can start fucking with it's, that. It's interesting you went with Picasso. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So that that's just what popped into my Who's your head. favorite artist? I don't think I have one. Rockstar. <laughs> oh yeah, there you go. <laughs> who's your who's an artist that you really enjoy? Uh, I don't think I have one. Yeah, I like Troy's <laughs> I like Troy stuff. Oh, okay. Troy's some cool. You, I, do, I didn't you mean, do you mean I traditional mean, artists? Like, you mean yeah, like, like a like a museum artist, fine artist? Oh, like a, like, like a Leonardo? Type yeah, 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 like he, an Ninja Turtle. Good. He's good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the blue, the blue Ninja one, <laughs> blue man group. <laughs> no, the blue Ninja Turtle. Blue the, Da Vinci blue man group. Is that a Arista development? No, no one likes blue man group. A real group, is it? Yeah, you didn't know. Yeah, they they do weird musical shows with like objects. Like in the rest of the belt. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Do, do you have anything like a follow up to that question? No, I was just no. curious who you liked. What did you like, Nick? Who's your fine artist? Uh, you strike me as a Jackson Pollock kind of guy. I'm not. No. <laughs> okay. No, I'm not. Not. Not a fan of Jackson. You're, uh, you're Banksy. <laughs> no, I actually also don't really. Really, I you don't, don't, don't like Banksy? Don't really like Banksy either. I, oh I, wait, they're, they're Blake's kinda, Banksy. <laughs> I'm, I am Banksy. <laughs> Chaos neutral. Yeah. Oh shit. <laughs> uh, uh, I quite like Monet. I like that his impressionism. Wait, what? Like. what what's a famous uh, painting? Uh, there's done? I don't I don't know what it's called, but it's the one with like there's a woman in a, on a on a bridge with an umbrella. Pretty just dramatic. described like almost every painting. There's like uh, there's like a, there's like a landscape. Oh, the screaming and, one. Uh, there's, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> on the bridge. Yeah. <laughs> I know the one. Yeah, yeah. A, a person on the bridge. I automatically thought, oh, the scream. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who was it? I was talking to someone recently, and they were telling me something about Monet, and they said that he realized late in life that one of his eyes wasn't working properly. And like he did this by, he held he covered up one eye and did a painting, and then he covered up his other eye and like revealed the other eye. Wait, wait, but that, that's 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 a normal phenomena though. And and did a, another painting, and the colors were different. But there's there's a, a normal phenomena that people have where, like, if you cover one eye, um, you can recognize what an object is, but you can't t- say what it is. What? And if you cover the other one, what? Yeah, yeah. This is definitely a thing. I, I've definitely read <laughs> no. that before, where that's a literal thing that everyone has, and like it's that's how they proved that that your eyes are associated with one side of your brain by saying like well, this one makes only uses like the right side of your brain for doing something. This one only uses the left brain. So just that part, like they, this. This sounds insane. It's definitely real. I I wanna. I want to. I want to see a cited source okay, on yeah. this Ryan PD. Well, we can test yeah. it right now. Cover one of your eyes and tell me what this object is. Uh, or, or, or the hand. other one. Other one was like they. They knew the other one was like they knew what it was and they could say it, but they couldn't draw it or something. Something weird like I, that. I think yeah. I know the one you're talking about. It was people with, with like half their brain removed. Or some some shit. Yeah, yeah, I suspect there was probably a, a condition involved here, not just people in general cover up one eye. No, 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 no. It definitely did talk about that. 
as part of it mm. as like as an additional proof um about this theory but it was definitely something that everyone had mm-hmm. interesting this sounds this sounds insane yeah i'll definitely look it up later. yep please over, do over burgers yep okay awesome we're having burgers later. Let, let's do some questions, man. Okay. <laughs> let's, let's go. To it was, well, there was one more game I really Oh, oh sorry. Go, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Um, Dead Cells. It only came out this week or last week. Uh, have any of you played Rogue Legacy before? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I played Rogue Legacy. Uh, so it's like Rogue Legacy in, this, in, in the aspect where it's like a 2D side-scrolling platformer um, where you go through these dungeons and when you die, you start again with a new character. Yep. Um, okay. But it's way better. <laughs> why is it better awesome. um, so it's it's got this like the Binding of Isaac thing where like your your character is basically defined by the items that you randomly find hmm. in the game um, and it also has the uh, rogue legacy thing where you can uh, buy upgrades for those items that make them better as you go hmm. um, it's got a dodge mechanic which I don't think rogue legacy had don't remember a dodge in rogue legacy uh, I mean there were. There might have been abilities some, where you could dash. High mobility. Yeah, there was yeah, dash abilities. for sure. Yeah. yeah. Well, this one has like a shift for a dodge roll and um, has a jump attack. So if you're in the air, you can like double tap down and you just go slam into an AOE slam at the bottom, which is really mm. satisfying. Cool. Um, you have two weapon slots, which you can use. You can put anything in either one. So you can have two shields or two bows. Oh, awesome. Or a sword and a, and a shield. And the way yep. it works is. Um, Hang on. How do you use two bows? Uh, well, left mouse click is one and right mouse click is the other. Yeah, but you've. And the, you're holding a bow in each hand. It's, you can't it's not hold each an hand. arrow. It's not. It's it's just two weapon slots. But wait, what? It's two weapon slots. Okay. Yeah. Um. So you've got your main hand and your off hand. Right. It's you're not using them in tandem. Okay. You're using one at a time, and because both take time to draw, you're using one. Stop. Put it away, and then you can use the other and put it okay. away. Okay. Okay. Um, I was picturing him holding two bows, <laughs> no, dual no, no. wielding trying bows, to, <laughs> trying to like shoot one yep. bow with another bow. Yeah. And um. And then. You've got two ability slots, which are different items with, with active skills and stuff. Okay. Um, and it's got the whole uh, mage, mage, rogue, warrior sort of thing going right. on. Oh, cool. Yeah. So the, the three axes are like um, health for uh, endurance. And then you've got your skill. Uh, you can like buff your skill stats to make your cooldowns faster because so you can use them more often. Or you can just straight up boost your weapon damage. Um, so my, my favorite one that I like to use is I use rogue daggers, which is I do a crit every third consecutive hit. And my other weapon is uh, like Kamehameha, like Frost Nova kind. Nice. Right. So I'll group up enemies and then freeze them all at once and then just go hammer all of them and yep. crit them all at once. Nice. Um, and it's, it's an insane amount of fun. It's really hard to play. What was it called again? Dead Cells. Dead Cells. Why is it called Dead Cells? Um, uh, I think it's because, I don't know, it's like you're like a, a, a weird blob of like cell organism. Okay. That like falls out of a sewer and then you roll onto this headless body oh and then God. the, the bioorganism kind of becomes the head. Um, it right. it kind of looks oh, like, um, oh, I don't even know what it looks like. Um, I was going to say like it looks risk of rainy sort of. Okay. Um, mm. But better. <laughs> so it's got some. Uh, it's cool. It's a cool pixelated bit, art style yeah. sort of thing. I do. You, I feel at this point time to move on from pixelated art. I think there's. I think there's. I think you can ring out some more unless you have unless you have something new to to do with that. Like I, it feels. It feels like a shortcut to nostalgia, and every time I see it, I like it less. I think, I mean, 
that lanky pixel art I still really enjoy, you know, like the the sword and sorcery. So that's an that, example of something they were doing something new with. That, yeah, though. yeah, they, they were doing they something were... new, and and a whole bunch of people have have followed along from that. And I think you're kind of right; it is a shortcut to an awesome looking screenshot and making people go, "Shit, that looks cool! It looks like sword and sorcery. I'm going to buy that." Mm-hmm. And then find out that the gameplay is different and or a completely different game, and you're like, "Ah, I don't know." So Vern, you love it. you like art, <sighs> dude. Love it. <laughs> cool. Let's move on. <laughs> oh, uh, what What do you think about uh? About uh, pixel art, yeah, it, it, like like anything, Nick is is a spectrum. Okay. So so good pixel art is right. always good. Mm. But what do you obviously? What, can you give me an example of some some pixel art you think is good? I, I like the sword of sorcery. Shit. Sword of sorcery is great. Like, and it was the first time that pixel art had been used in that weird lanky way. Yeah, the game dev uh, story pixel art I, I love. Yeah, um, there the, are, the Kyrosoft original one. Yeah, yeah. Th- there's a you know Flappy Bird. That was garbage. I, I hate as soon as you start rotating pixels. Ah, uh, yeah. Um, yep. That's not pixel art, in right? My it's, he, he, uh, Ryan has just handed me his phone with, uh, screenshots of. Oh no, nope. This is <laughs> dude. This happens every time you hand <laughs> Nick a device. He instantly it's just true. wrecks I, everything. I, a million things pop up and I ruin it. Uh, uh actually, that look, does look pretty good. But here's it's interesting because it looks like they're not actually sticking. No, this isn't. This is a. Uh, this is some weird amalgamation of like pixel art and like. Yeah, like normal textures that multi layered. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, that's that actually looks pretty good. Um, what I get annoyed at is stuff that looks like, like everything is Mega Man, basically. You know. Yeah, you're talking about Shovel Knight here. You got some Shovel Knight beef. Uh, I mean, yeah, that is an example of of a game that was eight bit, and, like, why. Nostalgia. Yeah, that's exactly it. Damn it. It's nostalgia well, without adding The, the one thing here. I like about this kind of style, though, is so, for example, Dead Cells isn't perfect on animation. Like, if I'm if I'm sprinting along a corridor and I'll do an abrupt um, jump down a ladder, yeah, then it'll just snap from what he was doing to going down mm. the ladder. I think part of it being uh, pixelated and muddied a bit is it puts me in a frame of mind where I'm more forgiving about the way things look. Yes. Um, so that's why I like it. That's why I don't really like realistic looking games like, you know, 3D Grand Theft Auto stuff because then it becomes not, not Grand Theft Auto, but <laughs> oh. Grand Theft Auto style <laughs> because then, um, then, then the issues start to become way too apparent to me and yeah. it irritates me. That, 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 that's like a, I think that's kind of a known, uh, common thing in, uh, game development. Cause, um, I remember way back, um, hearing from like the World of Warcraft devs and they them saying that. They went with this really super cartoony look because you're more forgiven. You're more forgiving for the mistakes that they make where that falls down. You know, whereas like if you got something really realistic, the mistakes kind of stand out yep. more. Yeah, yeah, that was the same thing the Pixar guys were, were saying when they started doing Toy Story and shit. Right. So I mean, I I don't mind that as an excuse. What I do mind is uh, when there's no effort made to be creative with it right because you can you can use that technique to cut costs and still do something interesting hmm. do you um, have an example or are you just this is just in general you're just like pixel art man i'm saying well like even rogue legacy right i mean I, I that's a really fun game yeah but that just looks like any other side scrolling right game it's just what i mean do do something new this guy this guy's cool 
because he's got like a, a scarf yeah. that waves. The screen, the screenshot the wind, you sent, you that looks you. really cool. And his like bioorganism head hmm. is gestating. Ooh. As you move and stuff. And it, I also that that looks like some organic crazy gross thing going on. Yeah, I think I'm gonna have to try that game out. And the well. particles are awesome. The particles are amazing. Cool. Pa- particles are awesome, right? <laughs> um God damn it, Nick. It, it's it's really hard to make art. I I I don't <laughs> doubt it. Um, this and, is Nick's ongoing beef with artists. Yeah, I, I just think. hate That's, art. Yeah, <laughs> hate but but art also he's just like, it, it looks like pixel art. Therefore, it needs to be really good. Otherwise, I'm going to rag on it. Um, but three three D art's really tough to make. Like when, good three D art. I'm like, not, I'm not saying you. It, it needs to be three D. Mm. I'm not not at all because there's like there are many many things you can do with two D art. You're you're so, just saying. Uh, you know, not the uh, the eight bit, right? Like it's it, just for the sake of being eight bit. When someone is developing a game and they go, "I'm gonna make uh, I'm gonna make it eight bit because all the games I like are eight bit," mm. and uh, I I want to hit that nostalgia mark, and I'm just gonna follow the same like sprite format that every other game uses. It's it's frustrating. Like why it now I can't tell your game apart from any other game in the same giant growing pool of 8-bit games mm. and that is like a mistake when are uh low poly like early 90s gonna come back <laughs> they're in man oh wait early 90s early in, 90s like, like you know the original star fox yeah like early that playstation shit, one that shitty like flat shaded yeah when is uh, that coming back and be stuff? like yeah that, man, that's it's, in, man it's nostalgia man a lot, I'm, I'm, a lot of what, what have game? you seen um what, what the office simulator is it is no it that's not job simulator that's not no that's that's Flat shaded, low yeah, that's, poly. That's flat garbage. shaded. It's not particularly low poly, though. I don't think like it's really low poly. Not, I mean, not like how yeah, everything's faster. not like original Tomb Raider that I'm thinking of. Where oh, it's you, like, you think oh. that should come back? Yeah, where I'm. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Where it was everything like, looks bad. Triangle yeah. face. Yeah, yeah, triangle face. Like, I, I looked at things. When, when when are people gonna be like Final that? Fantasy when kids VII. in the yeah, <laughs> Final Fantasy VII exactly. Oh, yeah. When are kids from the from the '90s who are now game developers gonna be like, yeah, man, I'm gonna I'm gonna tap into that Blake, '90s nostalgia. <laughs> Blake, have you heard of World of Warcraft? Oh, 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 oh. they're getting. I feel like those models are getting really good. Those, yeah. no, they are. Those, <laughs> are, those a, are really good now. Like they had a second version. That yeah, yep. They they have been incrementally improving their graphics. I feel like the armor has kind of gone through a cycle where it's not now. I don't see any difference between this particular expansion and like this other two expansion. Like oh two right, just because yes. it's hit that level. Yeah, you but, know, like... but the models themselves look incredible. Like, yeah, I, I I even I was reading the blogs for like how they were redesigning the races stuff like you know the new dwarf and the new druid things. Man, mm. I was even playing the game. I didn't have a description for like two years. And I was oh, like, wow. I want to. It's incredible to look at. Yeah, they, they do is. some really cool shit. Their in-game cutscenes now are just fantastic. They're yeah. shockingly good. Yeah, they've. I mean, they've been working on that game so long. They just yeah. know how to work on that game, mm. um, and that's really. I think, just like with um, Path of Exile, the more you yep, we work true. on it, the the more efficient we get at being able to add new cool stuff. Mm. Um, that's one of the advantages of. I was thinking about this last night. That's one of the advantages of of an, an online persistent game is a game like world of warcraft they may have spent like 60 million dollars to develop it initially or whatever it was Mm. like whatever amount of money but that they keep putting money into Mm. developing that game and at this point it's like that game was probably like 700 million dollars spent on on making that game Mm. so it it looks and plays like a 700 million dollar game even though those that was like over many 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 yeah yeah Uh, i mean that is the key is that it's it's 
kind of not a finished product. Right. Because it's constantly being worked on. Yeah. There's They keep finding new ways and, and, mm. and keep finding reasons to add more stuff. Of course, there's also the problem of they keep simplifying things and polishing it. And I mean, we, we talked about that before. Yeah. Interest, but. Wait, wait, a little, a little more about art. Just, just yeah. to, to finish. It's pixel art because people, it, it represents a thing. They can use your imagination to fill it in like the rest of it, right? But that's the problem is no, you're not, no? they're not using their imagination. And no, so no. I'm not using mine either. Like, so what you'd rather have more detail is what you're saying? No, no. I want them to do so, like, okay. Sword and Sorcery is a great example of a game that used pixel art mm. in an interesting way. Yeah, I agree. Uh, but then, like, let, let's use Rogue Legacy as, a, as the example. It was a great game, but that art style looks like so many other pixelated games. I've got to see this game. I, I, I don't Rogue know. Rogue Legacy? Yeah. Right. Um, but, but with 3D, it's, it's like... It's too detailed, and so you look at, but and, and usually it's like poorly executed. So you're just seeing these like garbage three three D models. Well, okay, there is a game I showed you about two weeks ago called it was called Darwinia. Do you remember that? No. It was a wireframe, and like black and and neon wireframe game, basically. Does this ring a bell? No. Okay. Well, I'll have to show you it later. If you're at a computer right now and you're listening, look up Darwinia. That's a great example of a three D game. Very, very low poly, very, very simple visually, but very striking visually. Okay. Um, and that, I, like, you can do in the same way that 8-bit can be a shortcut for cheap, effective graphics, and you can still do something interesting with it, mm-hmm. I think you can do the same with 3D. Uh, Ryan is showing you, what is that? Rogue Legacy. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it, does, it just looks like your typical Castlevania game. Yeah, I, I think it's fine. But that's the thing. It's fine. It just looks like every other 8-bit game. Yeah, uh, fine. <laughs> I I just get annoyed because it's like <sighs> the last I, I, 10 I years of games. Yeah, I mean, there is, there is definitely a uh, a lot of 8-bit games that are hitting that, trying to hit that nostalgia thing. Yeah. You know, and then, and I guess that's the thing is that there aren't, maybe there aren't as many good ones as you would like. Like Shovel Knight was, uh, I never played it, but Shovel Knight was was apparently insanely I've, good. I've heard it's really good. Yeah, yeah. Um, but for every Shovel Knight, there's might be like ten, you know, mediocre eight yep. games. Uh, what what I don't like is just how Nick could come along and say, you know, pixel art's been around for thirty years. I want to see something yep. original, <laughs> you know. But I mean, the, you can do it. Can you? Sword and Sorcery did it. Well, show me, Nick. Show me this original pixel art that you're seeing. I mean, I'm not... Swan Sorcerer is, like, it's, fantastic. I, it's I in think, the same... So. Okay. Because I... Just because I am not an artist mm. does not mean I can, can't can comment on what I like and don't No, I don't know, like but it's... Art. It's like, it's it's the, the foundation where, where that comment's coming from is... It's... I, I guess maybe it's the... The unique aspect of how they execute it that gives it character. Yeah. Pixel art? Yeah, well, like, Any... if 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 one type of art style looks exactly like another game, it makes it just kind of muddies it up a bit. I feel I, that's how I feel about Unity games. Whenever I look at a Unity game and I immediately identify it, it kind of disappoints me because I'm like, I feel like they haven't tried hard enough to differentiate the game, so yeah, I won't appreciate it because I just can't get over the fact art is such an important part of a game's identity, as you know, right? And to take the easy route 
with your game's visual identity is to uh, really like hurt your game's prospects of standing out. And there's so, so, so many pixelated indie games mm. that you need to do something, even even if you if you fail at it, at least take the risk of trying something strange. You know, I I got an example for you, Stardew Valley. When when that first came out and I yep. saw screenshots of that, I was like, this game looks like bullshit. It looks like some, uh, what is it, like Game Maker, which I think it was made in Game Maker, right. but it looked like every other Game Maker game I've ever seen, forget about it, I'm not even going to play it. And then I started hearing about it more and more and was like, oh shit, this is actually an insanely like deep and awesome as game. It just looks like a, a million mediocre right. <laughs> games, you know? And that can be achieved not just through like, the actual character design and the world design, but like through color palette, right? If you if you made, for example, a black and white and gray 8-bit game, that's immediately more interesting. And you can probably like tie mechanics into that in some way. You know, that becomes the groundwork for potentially the game design as well. Uh, yeah, I, I hear what you're saying, Nick. It's just that the, the statement of I want to see something original really pisses me off. <laughs> okay. As someone who creates I guess, creates I guess maybe, really maybe, maybe yeah. the better thing to say is you want to see more personality. Sure, but the like the, the studios that make it, you know, they make these calculations of what they can and can't do. Mm. Obviously, they don't give a fuck. They're just trying to make characters really yeah. quickly. Yeah. So And they're probably focusing on gameplay. I, I don't know. I, the, I, I love games for their gameplay primarily. Mm. Um, but... I also realize that with the volume of small studios putting out indie platformers uh, and the volume of them using pixelated art, it seems silly to me. You can't, the excuse can't be it's quicker to make it look because it looks like everything else because you can still make things very quickly and still have a unique art style. You just establish what that art style is. It's the same techniques. Uh, it's just finding a way to express your game in a a way that makes your game stand out against Mm. the thousands and thousands and thousands of other like pixelated games i i see what you're saying um i could i can show you examples of games that i think do this well Mm -hmm. i personally probably couldn't do it but i'm also like i'm not an artist but i i if i were to be running a game studio Mm. and i said let's make an indie platformer uh, and let's go with pixel art. If my artist said, here's some sprites for Mega Man, let's do this, I would say, no, try again. Mm. Give me something. Like, try playing with color palette. Try playing with the size of the sprites, whatever. You know, like, there's so many different ways you can differentiate it. It seems lazy to not do it. I feel I understand why you're so excited about Cuphead now. Yes, yes, <laughs> exactly. That is a 2D game. And th- th- now that one would have taken really, really long time because those are really beautifully animated sprites. But um, that's, a, that's a perfect example of a 2D side-scrolling platformer. Yeah, who's visual... original. It's already been done. That's not original. The art styles is... is <laughs> when was the last time you saw that in a game? Well, that's the thing. It's, it's been done before. Yeah, you, it's, you it, I mean, it's a movie. Like, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, dude, it's... <laughs> like early cartoons did it. So it's just a throwback. This retro, yeah, dude. That's exactly like uh, you know going on about the um, a- a- the nostalgia. Yeah. That's like you know twenties yes. 
cartoon nostalgia, but it hasn't been not in a game out. yet. It's the, not played out. It's, the, it's the first game that's done this. Yeah. It's not when I mean, it's, it's a different medium. Other games. It's fair game. Yeah. And, uh, but the thing is, in 10 years, when uh, every indie platform are coming out is Cuphead. Yeah, when that looks like that, <laughs> when, when that's, when, you know, no, Jimmy's Punch World. So you're basically saying, 8, 000, I don't, I, I haven't seen a game like this before. It's, done, it's been done before. You want to see things that you just haven't been. No. Haven't I think, played I think Nick, Nick just wants. missing the point. My point is. If something can have been done before and and you can still like okay, there's lots of first person users that just look realistic, right? And that's fine. Um, I I don't want a thousand Cupheads. I'd be fine with a few Cupheads. I'd be fine with a few Mega Man lookalikes. Mm. I don't want every single indie platformer to look like Mega Man because that sucks and is boring. Nick, I get it. It's it's a, a it's, bit it, of I'm burnt out. You're being burnt out. Before. Yeah, I, yeah. No, yeah no, that's, I get that's it. exactly it. He's, he's getting burned out on these. Uh, yeah, that's fine. Yes, don't play him. <laughs> Fine. Yeah. But I think everyone else I'm the same, dude. I well. want to see really good 3D. And very good. few games actually check that out. <laughs> check that, that box yes. for me. And that's why I haven't been playing anything, because everything's garbage right now. Oh, my God. <laughs> There's not... There isn't... Like, we did go through a, a phase of, like, heaps of... Uh, well, a, a, quite a few good games came out. Mm. Well... When? New games. New games came out. You know, uh, Horizon, Zelda, Mass Effect. Mass Effect, I, I wouldn't consider... <laughs> I've I haven't played. I mean, I've seen I've seen the videos. That's that's yeah, mm. that's something. Um, that but now rough. it's just like it's a bit of a desert at the moment with with no. Yeah, it sucks. I'm really waiting for announcements on E3. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. That's my next game. Oh, um, I want to I, I want to get your uh, on thoughts. that Western thing. No, no, okay. no. I, I, this is something completely different. But I want to get your thoughts on the uh, the Witcher uh, TV, series. TV series that's come into Netflix. Non CD Project Red. Yep. Well, you like the story, so I think it appeals to you. Yep. I couldn't care less. I've told you, like, the video game stories are garbage. <laughs> John Carmack summed it up back back in the day. Oh, yeah? When he was like, video game stories are important are, are as important as, like, stories in pornos. He's like, <laughs> uh, well, you know, Bill Gates so summed it up about 20 years ago <laughs> when he said you'll never need more than four megabytes of RAM. Yep. <laughs> and he was wrong. <laughs> Yeah. You think they're the same statements? They, they're well, you've just, to be you know, fair. It's a, a, a famous person yeah. who, like, I mean, John Comic's still relevant. Bill Gates still relevant, but it's, that, can't, that can't be true. Like, we have all these Telltale games as well. Yeah. Yeah, dude, I'm not looking. I'm not that guy. And, like, we're talking about... Isn't, and isn't now he he's talking made, about a TV show. Like, <laughs> like John Comic. Was it, was it, like, Quake? Quake or Doom? Which one? I think it was Doom. Doom? That he made? Mm. No one's looking for a story in that game. Right? Exactly. Yeah, but that's that's his game. He like he can only speak for Doom. He can't yeah. speak for. Well, I'm just saying like my opinions are aligned with his. Okay. With that statement. So you're saying you've never played a game whose story moved you? I think Firewatch was one of the better ones. You're saying you've never watched a porn whose story story has moved you? <laughs> right. I love the pizza. <laughs> Firewatch. Firewatch. That pizza is, delivery one. Those auditions, oh, man. man. <laughs> Holy shit. Firewatch has a great story and it's really well told. Mm-hmm. It's not like a porno story, right? You, you, you acknowledge this as to be the truth? Uh, Nick, this is not relevant. You can't just take we that. We want different what things. I said the <laughs> yeah. But you're, what you're saying is like, all right. I'm all sure right, there's we'll, a porn we'll, story in there to be told. <laughs> but yeah, some, some games do do story well. That's yeah. fine. But when Blake's asking me, how do I feel about an IP that I was never interested in the start, about a TV, I barely watch TV now. I barely play video games now. <laughs> How do I feel about it? <laughs> How do you feel about it? It's not it? even on my radar. <laughs> like, 
<laughs> That's how I feel about it. The cool. visuals right. will be better at least. <laughs> Graphically. Sweet. Yeah, but we talked about this at work yeah. a little bit, and I was like, yeah, it's kind of cool. I, I get why Netflix is probably jumping on this. Yeah. It's kind of cool. Certainly, Again, uh, that, that universe never appealed to me. You're certainly very heated for someone that doesn't care about yeah. it. Yeah, because I, for some reason I have to defend myself against this IP. It's not even related. Have you ever played it? No. There you go. There you go. That's why, because you refuse to play it. Uh, I've I've heard so um, much about that game, but you haven't played it. So just, if, you know what? If you played it for an hour, I'm sure Blake would never mention it again. Blake, Blake and I oh, know. I'm, no, I'm uh, probably mentioned a lot. He'd Blake and I know day. of a guy who who works for CG Project Red. Oh okay. yeah, yeah. So and and Cam has told me about this guy, and he he's told me how garbage that game is technically. So I don't like everything I know about that game is true. I've I haven't heard anything. Um, we gotta get we gotta get you playing it, but um. Yeah, we're, we're we're so we're too busy with work, and so it's going to have to be yeah. after um, three point I reckon. Yeah, we've got to get some hardware. Too. Yeah, yeah. So much work to do. Yep, that that's anyway. That's the um, damn truth, man. Well, good 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 stuff. <laughs> How do you we're, feel we're, about this? We're out of time. Well, I'm, I'm really excited. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> we're we're pretty much out of time. We had we had, we had. Some, Can we do uh, one question? Well, I don't know. They're all pretty long. Can we throw um, something at Ryan at least? Yeah, actually, uh, that's a very right. good idea. All right. Uh, has he answered the pizza question? Yeah. Okay. Has he answered the space or dinosaurs question? I can't remember. Space or dinosaurs? familiar. Well, then, Ryan. Understand. Can you just pitch it like that? <laughs> space or dinosaurs? Defining... Space or dinosaurs? Dinosaurs. Wrong. Move yes! <laughs> okay. Would you rather see... Yes! Like, the, real question, the real question is, would you rather see a dinosaur or go to space? I'm so pretty... I don't like space very much. I don't think I want to be there. Interesting. Why? <laughs> oh, I think maybe you'd... I'm scared of oceans. And space <laughs> is, is that's basically... That's far away from an ocean, though. It's space is pretty much, as far as I'm concerned, a giant ocean. Yeah. Okay. Star Metaphorically. Ocean, might say. Sure. Without anything. No fish in there. <laughs> it's, it's empty. It's not salty. It's just a, an in, ocean. infinitely bigger ocean. No waves. Well, I guess there are waves. It's just gravity waves. Yeah. Yeah. And light. Comes like, as a wave and a particle. So. Yeah. You can ride them. Yeah. Ride them like waves. It, I take it back. Space is an ocean. <laughs> I don't know. I just, I just have dreams about being on the bottom of the ocean. I think to myself, I'm fucked. And then, wow. <laughs> and then I'd have the same thing about space. I'm up there and I'm like, I'm fucked. At least with dinosaurs, I'm still here. The so thing you I think know. if you see a T-Rex, you're not going to go, I'm Yeah, fucked. you're not going to get eaten by a dinosaur? Maybe. But you'll be you've like, seen Jurassic Park. I've seen Jurassic Park. Right? Seen Jurassic Park. <laughs> you just stand a, completely still, right? It's never been a happy ending to Jurassic Park. It's always stand completely still. Died. I feel or, that. Or was it you make yourself look really big? I don't know. Yeah, I'll just you try a combination of, those, of them both together. I'll look really oh, big and not move. <laughs> work for Jeff Goldblum. So. Well, that's it. We're out of time. That's it. Ryan answered the most important question we have, other than the pizza one. Um, I got a, I got a question. All right. Uh, <laughs> maybe this is maybe the, 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 maybe this is also <laughs> is <it> for? <laughs> this is for everyone, and we don't have to answer it, but we can just end on this. All right, uh, what's the opposite of a ninja? Of a ninja? Yeah. Uh, this, is, this is a bullshit question. Yeah, this, is, <laughs> this is like a, where do you get these from? <laughs> it's like saying what's the opposite of a box? Like, <laughs> you, what's you can't have an opposite of an object. It's just an object. You can just have a different object. Right, fine, your answer is to criticize the question. <laughs> <laughs> uh, to answer your question, uh, a moose, I would say. I'd say a moose. 
Oh, fair enough. Yeah, fair enough. They're large. Because my, my thinking is that it's got to be something uh, not stealthy that yep. can't kill you. Not carbon-based. So, okay, so then a, a cow? Like, would that be closer? Something they just see coming a mile away mm. that you always know is there. You know, I was the sun. I, th- I think that's that's <laughs> one that's yeah. one to ponder uh, on. I don't know, Nick. Though. I think like, you know. those, those <laughs> things that, that you're describing could just be a really clever ninja. <laughs> Wait, what? How? Like the things you least expect. You're like, oh yeah, right. that's the thing there. I'm not going to worry about that. Oh, I'm just going to oh, carry yeah. off my life. Right. But then it unfolds, and it's actually a ninja. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It makes sense. Well, All anyway, right. that's that's something for the listeners to ponder on for the next Blake, two weeks. These are not if, cool, man. If if you <laughs> have an can't. answer to that question, or you think it was a silly question, uh, email frenzyquestions at gmail dot com. <laughs> uh, specifically, address Blake and say you can't have the opposite of an object. It's just, just another object. Just message me and say stop asking these stupid <laughs> questions. Yeah, these these bookended shitty <laughs> questions. Can't uh, keep doing this. You can also tweet at Front Seat Cast. Uh, we've got a Facebook page, facebook.com slash Front Seat Cast, and a WordPress site, frontseatgamer.wordpress.com. We're also on YouTube, uh, and we're part of the Australian Gaming Podcast Network, which is hashtag AGP on Twitter uh, and AGPN Network on Facebook. Uh, and we'll be back in a couple of weeks if we're not too busy trying to oh, get past ourselves. I've got an announcement. You got a question? Whoa. I've got an announcement. <laughs> an announcement. But also, I want to say, if you want to chime in on art stuff for Nick, get yeah, in there. Go for it. We've got John- me- We've got Jonathan on. That's oh, true. yeah, yeah we'll have so Jonathan on, definitely. Yeah. on the on the next podcast. Um, yeah, email how wrong I am about art. Mm. Be uh, on Subverse team, and we want we want to see some of Nick's art. We want to see me play The Witcher for some reason. We want to see art from Nick. Okay, and Blake just has to stop with these. Dumb- <laughs> Yep. Jonathan's on the next episode. <laughs> yep. Look forward to that. to stop talking altogether. <laughs> and uh, thank you very much for coming in, Ryan. No problem. Uh, that was great, man. Yeah. Started yeah, some good you. arguments unintentionally. And uh, I started them. And you've been a good guest. A plus. Cool. Excellent. Bye. Bye. Flash, run faster on a bike. Run faster on a bike. Can't run on a bike. No, no, you know, you know what I'm saying. Uh, yeah. If he was on a bike, would Could he move he faster than if he was running? I think. I uh, think it'd slow him down. No, no, I, I think the bike would break. Mm. The bike's made out of a suit, which doesn't break. Like he's, he's got flash suit wheels. Shit. What about his chain? His chain? What's the chain made out of on his bike? I don't know. Adamantium. <laughs> Something that doesn't break. I guess. Doesn't yeah, break. I, I think the the bike mechanism is gonna slow him down. And no. that's the whole gear thing where, yeah. you know, it's the, oh, he the, can actually the gear it? pedaling <laughs> with the gears into larger wheels, which will turn faster than he's running. Yeah. Like a normal bike. Mm. I, I think, think he'll go faster. Yeah, I think he'll be faster. So he... you're saying the Flash should... <coughs> he should have a bike. Yeah. I... It'd be a Flash bike. Uh, <laughs> I suspect at, at certain speeds, heat causes... Uh, friction will cause heat. No, but that's, that's what a suit is. That's all. what a suit is. The, the suit is like some okay, bullshit science suit to dispel heat. He has suits uh, where if you'd run without a suit, then he'd like. Made by MeUndies or something to whip away. Uh, <laughs> 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 but what about tires?
They all use wick away. Just take a suit, you tan it, you leather it a bit, put it out in the sun, and then make make ties out of it. His suit. Where did he get his suit from? I don't know. Bruce Wayne just made it. Someone made it. Dude, that's that's. He can run light speed. Because the bike could be at like whatever size. You know how gears work, right? Yeah, like just if you, if you, yeah, of if course you the turn... bike's faster. He's got like it's just uh, yeah, it's bigger than anything. But people would say dumb, dumb stuff like the, the argument that I don't like the most is like Flash is already running as fast as he possibly can, mm. so a bike can't physically make him go any faster. Like that's a cop out. No, because like yeah. well, a bike will always I mean, make you go faster. That, 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 whoever says that doesn't understand how a bike yeah, bikes or just yeah. has a really <laughs> shitty bike <laughs> gearing. <laughs> they just have the worst bike. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like you could gear it if he's like this. Infinite, like, does he run out of power? Does he have to eat? Like, as much as he's yeah, he eats a lot very quickly. Yeah, he'll just he'll just chow through food. Constantly. Do you think the Flash could beat Kobayashi in an eating competition? Probably. Yeah, he's probably faster. metabolism. Like, like you can't even give him medicine because he'll just metabolize and just pump it out of his system. Or anything. like painkillers don't work on him. So oh, he has to be. So whenever he has eating? surgery or anything like to fix stuff, not that he needs it most of the time because he'll just heal it. Every time you try and give him like like. Painkillers or does he anesthesia. age really quickly? It doesn't, too? doesn't work. Is he like the <laughs> oldest? He should. He should. He should. The other the other question is um if if Hulk was wearing adamantium underwear mm. in human form, what would happen if he hulked out? Like broken pelvis. No, nah, he'd, he'd break the adamantium. I'm sure. Like I don't think like adamantium strong. I don't the, think they need like... to make Iron uh, Captain America's shield out of Hulk's feet. Nah, he'd break you know, that as well. What happens if he squeeze Play-Doh? Squeeze. I always feel it was like you know, like a, like a, when you put an egg through an egg slicer. <laughs> it's like Hulk's, Hulk's leg parts when when he tries to expand through it just slices. Yeah, because there would be a it's it's like hundred percent human, and then going oh, into the, between the, the, the in between is, yeah. is less than the ad, adamantium. Yeah. And so yeah, fuck pelvis. So apparently the correct answer to that one is that um, Hulk just ad- adapts to whatever situation he's being presented with. So what'll happen is he'll just have a very high muscle density around normal sized body parts and the rest of them will be enlarged and he'll just have a really tiny Hulk purpose. Oh, come oh, on, man. <laughs> Who are these people? Uh, comic writers, apparently. Fuck these guys. 